0: Lo Talk Radio Hello, hello, hello. I want to welcome all our listeners in the u s. and around the world. I'm Jackie Laura Jones, here with you again for True Forgiveness Teachings on this February. Second 2021. Our good friend Bruce Rawls who often joins me is traveling at the moment today so he can't be here. However, we will continue to bring you another great discussion next month. So I wanted to welcome all of you and especially if there are any new listeners out there. um, I want to remind everyone just a quick announcement. Uh, about my online classes. There are probably close to 40 hours of great course material on my subscription site. So if you feel inspired, um, we have a great group. Um, You don't even have to join the classes live because once you're a member, you can listen and watch at your convenience. I have some subscribers in different countries and they'll often listen when it's convenient uh, for them when in their time zone. So um, also you guys, I'm accepting a couple new clients again, starting the third week of February, which would be starting the week of the 15th. So if anyone feels inspired or is interested in doing any counseling sessions, you guys can keep that in mind. So um, anyway, let's get to it. Okay. In the description, you guys, I quoted these well-known lines in the course. um, And I'm going to read them for you now. They're from the text, Chapter twenty. Um, section eight, and it's going to go into our tie into our theme for today. So Jesus is saying to us, what if you recognize this world is an hallucination? What if you really understood you made it up? What if you realize that those who seem to walk about in it to sin and die, attack and murder and destroy themselves are wholly unreal? Could you have faith in what you see if you accepted this? And would you see it? Hallucinations disappear when they are recognized for what they are. This is the healing and the remedy. So you guys, this is so profound. Um, I shared an example uh, more in depth in my online classes of forgiveness lessons. Forgiveness lesson that I had, and I will kind of share a little bit of it here. There's always limited time um, on this podcast, but I wanted to talk about the idea that hallucinations disappear when they're recognized for what they are, right? And w- what if we recognize this world as an halluc- hallucination? So, what do we do with that information, right? Practically. Well, the Course is teaching that we bring our illusions to the truth. And then we begin to experience what Lesson 107 tells us, which is truth will correct all errors in my mind, right? This is the one answer to the one problem the Course says that we have, which is the problem is our belief in separation. We believe we are separate from our source, right? And in this lesson, lesson 107, Jesus says, um, quoting him now, without illusions, there could be no fear, no doubt, and no attack, right? So, what this means is there can be no projection outward of our unconscious guilt onto people, events, and circumstances, right? One of the things that happens, you guys, as people are practicing this thought system is kind of the idea of of losing yourself. We all subconsciously believe we're gonna use our lose our individual self because we we do in the sense that the individual small lowercase s self that we believe we are is not who we really are right we're really at home with god but practically in the world we're terrified of losing the self but i want to offer some words of encouragement here and i've practiced this thought system for a long time and what we really lose if we want to talk about losing anything what we really lose is our anxiety. This is what happens first, our anxiety. We lose our fear, our depression that accompanies the ego's script, the ego's thought system, which is based on sin, separation, death, scarcity, lack, right? Sin is defined in the course. It's synonymous as lack of love, right? Sin is separation, right? Lack of love, and Jesus is teaching us, we haven't really sinned. We've just made a mistake. We've made an error. And mistakes don't call for punishment, right? They call for correction. So this is so profound when we look at Lesson 107 that says, you know, can you imagine what a state of mind without illusions is? Well, it's a peaceful mind, right? Right? It's, it's a calm mind. It's a mind that is starting to return to the natural condition of the kingdom, right? So as we practice the course, it's not like we, we lose our individuality and our special self overnight, right? But what you'll find is you just start to lose the emotional attachment and investment into things outside of you as those are the things that are making you happy. Does that make sense to everybody? So what we always want to do is we want to have our purpose for the world be the Holy Spirit's purpose, awakening through the inner power of forgiveness, which I'm going to go over forgiveness again in a little bit on uh, this particular podcast. So, But I want to get back to giving people words of encouragement because it it often can seem when you're practicing a thought system like this, because people understand it intellectually, they understand what it says, right? They'll say, oh, my God, the world's an illusion, then what's my purpose, right? Well, when the Course's early lessons are talking about a meaningless world, Jesus is saying that the purpose we've given it is meaningless, right? Yes, it's meaningless because it doesn't exist in reality. But given to the Holy Spirit, we do have meaning. We shift our purpose, right? And the purpose becomes one of awakening. That's very meaningful because it's the choice between guilt and forgiveness. It's the choice between holding on to a grievance or experiencing the miracle as we're going through our seeming life here, right? Right? So we're being given the opportunity to do normal things here, right? You guys, we're in our roles, we're we're doing the normal things we're doing, but what do we lose as we're climbing the ladder to enlightenment? Well, since lesson 107 says, truth will correct all errors in my mind, truth being the atonement, which in the course is, wait a minute, the separation's Has not happened. You're in this mad dream of illusions. And sure, the illusions seem real, right? But we're told that just as in our dreams at night, we think the dream that we're having in bed is very real. Our attention has gone there. The mind is there in that seeming reality. That seems real. But what happens when we wake up? It's gone. Because where was it? It it wasn't anywhere. It was just a, a creation of the mind, right? The mind just made it up. And then it's gone, okay? So we're slowly being given a process here to help us awaken because the course says all of our time is spent in dreaming, right? And so, you guys, what we start to lose is not, we don't have to fear that everything's going to be, you know, ripped away from us or that we can't enjoy our lives here. So nothing could be further than the truth because the course is not about behavior at all. It's about how we're thinking about the world, how we see the world and through the Holy Spirit's lens, Jesus saw through Christ's vision, right? Christ being our true identity in heaven. Everyone is, is, is Christ in the sonship, right? So through Christ's vision, we actually have a better experience here as we're awakening. Because once again, the thing we're losing at the beginning is the anxiety, the fear, the self-doubt, the criticism, the judgment of ourselves and others that always accompanies the ego's script. And instead, we're looking through the lens of forgiveness. We're able to look past appearances to the reality that's behind it, right? The reality that everybody, every mind that believes they're here is either expressing love or calling out, for love, right? That is how the Holy Spirit interprets what's going on here, right? And so it's really interesting because I'm in Los Angeles, for those of you that don't know, and California just lifted the restrictions on outdoor eating. So outside has been packed um, today, yesterday, over the weekend certainly still with the social distancing, the glasses up between the booths and the tables outside and people are wearing the masks, but everything is full now, full as at the, the capacity that it can be. And I was walking down Beverly drive uh, street near our house. And I said, I was thinking to myself, how interesting, right? I recognized the unreality of everything it didn't mean I wasn't excited that we can kind of be outside and eat outside. You know, my sister said something so interesting to me the other day. She said, who would have ever thought that we would be excited to get to eat outside, that that would be something that was, that we, we couldn't have done for so long. And now, and I said, I know, who would have thought that this Simple thing like just eating outside in open air would would be like such a big deal, like, you know, to get back to that. So um, I was just walking and I thought, wow, I'm really enjoying this. But who who's who's really enjoying it? Right. I recognized I was dreaming walking down Beverly Drive and that doesn't change anything that I'm doing just because in my mind, my thoughts are with the Holy Spirit that did not take away from me observing everyone, just loving being outside. People were walking their dogs, you know, and the pe- babies were out with strollers and and I was just looking at all that and that's a nice sight to see. It's nice to see people um while distancing, um, still, you know, socializing and talking and we've supported over the years many of the the restaurants, the local restaurants and businesses, and to have them be open again was there was great for them. Right. And so even though I know what's going on, in my mind, my friends, uh, it doesn't stop you from doing the things that you would normally do. Does that make sense? But in the back of my mind, I knew that this was happening in a pre-programmed dream script. So whether good times are called for in the script or whether bad times are called for if you're going through something difficult. Right. It doesn't change the fact that you are the dreamer of the dream, right? So imagine you are the movie projector, right? (laughs) And the the ego mind, you have your own script of guilt constantly running, right? What that means is that we we people all of our world with our our own guilt. The course is teaching that the fact that we even – see a world outside of us means we're in the ego mind which means we've chosen separation but this is the beauty of the holy spirit the holy spirit is so clever right the ego says that i need to project my guilt outside because this is how i get rid of it Then we feel better. Right. Blame and attack on others. But all this does is recycle the guilt because it's in your mind. Remember, there's only one mind. The world is in your mind. So the guilt will keep recycling and showing up in all these different forms. And maybe it's the same form. Don't we all know that thing where we go, oh, my God, the same thing just keeps happening over and over and over again. Why can't I? Why doesn't this end? Why can't I forgiven this? And it keeps coming back. Well, it's still just unconscious guilt recycling in your mind that sometimes shows up in the same form over and over again or sometimes a different form. Right. But the Holy Spirit is so clever. And it uses this projection we made for its purpose, right? So when we see guilt outside of ourselves, when we need to attack, judge, and blame, condemn other people, including the body we believe is ours that is attached to us, we see that. That's the opportunity to say, I am looking at the contents of my own mind. This is where we don't go home alone. We take all our brothers and sisters with us because they're showing us the content of our mind. And when we're anything less than peaceful, when we believe that something outside of ourselves is the cause of our upset, we know we've chosen separation. We know we've chosen the ego thought system and we're able to choose the Holy Spirit's thought system, which says It reminds us, what does the miracle do? A Course in Miracles, it reminds you, you're the dreamer of the dream, not the figure in the dream. So we want to take what we feel is upsetting us outside, bring it back inward, where we can then also say to ourselves, wait a minute, I take responsibility for choosing wrongly, right? The outer showed me. Now I come back to myself and say I can choose once again, right? We do this in steps because we still believe others are the cause of our upset, grief and pain, right? In the world we they are, but remember the world is in our mind and we made up the world to see our seeming guilt and terror outside of us instead of looking within and saying wait a minute, I take responsibility for my mistaken choice. There's nobody coming to get me. There's nobody going to punish me. I haven't sinned. I've never separated from my creator, but I am dreaming that I am, right? And the Course is telling us that all of our time is spent in dreams, right? So here, projecting our guilt outside of us when given to the Holy Spirit, allows us to look at it. It serves a purpose. So as the observer of all this, we can then change our mind about it. We can reverse the projection, so to speak, by bringing it back to its source, which is the split mind, right? Now we can change our mind about we changed our mind about what our body's eyes are showing us, recognizing why we needed to project a world out there in the first place. It is brilliant of the Holy spirit to turn the tables on the ego because by forgiving and overlooking it, what I believe are your sins, right? I am simultaneously forgiving and overlooking my own sins, right? The belief that I've sinned. So I remembered this as I was walking today and I thought, this is so interesting. Uh, It's in, even though there wasn't anything wrong at that moment or something that I was, you know, judging or condemning, I did recognize that this was also part of the dream. And it happens to be something that is a happy thing in the script, right? That I'm experiencing it what happens as you practice this thought system is you recognize all the time that you're dreaming, right? So when the upsets come easier and easier because you start with the little things, right? And then when the big things, the seemingly big things hit, right? Then you're going to be able to do it. Uh, forgiveness that is. So let's go over just really quick, the steps of forgiveness. Um, The first step is recognizing that the problem is not out there on the screen, right? The problem is inside. Remember, it's the projector in your mind. It's your film that's running, and it's a film of guilt, right? So this is an important step because we can come to realize that God placed the answer within us. This is why I titled this truth will correct all errors in my mind that's lesson 107 you have the answer meaning the problem the belief in separation and the answer the atonement are both in your mind they've never left so jesus continues on in the text chapter 20 he says only two purposes are possible and one is sin The other is holiness. Nothing is in between and which you choose determines what you see. For what you see is merely how you elect to meet your goal. Hallucinations serve to meet the goal of madness. They are the means by which the outside world projected from within adjusts to sin and seems to witness to its reality. It still is true that nothing is without, yet upon nothing are all projections made, for it is the projection that gives the nothing all the meaning that it holds, right? Vision is the means by which the Holy Spirit translates your nightmares into happy dreams. And what are the happy dreams? They're the happy dreams of forgiveness. They're in the mind of the dreamer where you recognize that what you think has occurred outside of you is only in your mind. The course's concept, ideas leave not their source, right? The idea of separation has never left the mind of the dreamer, so that's where it can be corrected. But let's go back to this first step in forgiveness, you guys. The first step is, oh my gosh, I notice that something outside of me is upsetting, it is upsetting, make no mistake, no one's denying that it isn't upsetting to see these things that we see on our screen, people behaving badly, maybe you you yourself perceiving yourself behaving badly. Maybe you're looking at your past saying, oh, I can't believe I did that, or I, I shouldn't have done that. Or you're looking at anything and you're recognizing, oh, that's awful. So the f- first step is starting where we believe we are, Right which is in the world, it's indeed the experience we're having. The course is not denying we're having that experience. Remember, it's just saying it's a false experience, right? Because it's happening in in your mind. Um, So that's the first step, right? So by the ego keeping the problem outside of us through projection, it keeps us away from the answer in the mind. So this is why the second step is dealing with our own guilt, now, you don't have to feel guilty as a, as a person that you think you are. You didn't create it on this level. The one mind created it when all the scripts were simultaneously created, right? So the second step is dealing with our own guilt. The second step has us recognize that the sinful self is also a decision I made, right? But choosing the miracle, recognizing you're the dreamer of the dream, and the Holy Spirit is the memory we took into the dream, which holds the atonement principle that says nothing's happened. We can recognize in the second step, wait a minute, we're not sinners, we're innocent, right? We're not a son of the ego, right? We're the son of God, ever loving and eternal, So the second step is looking at our guilt and saying, yep, I don't want that anymore. I don't believe that. I'm withdrawing my belief in it, right? The Holy Spirit helps us do this if we say, take my fear from me. Take my guilt from me. I I give it to you, right? We want to raise ourselves up to where the Holy Spirit is, right? And say, take this from me. Help me look from above the battleground. And then the third step in forgiveness is letting go, then letting the Holy Spirit's thought system replace the ego's thought system. So we're recognizing, number one, that the problem is not outside of us. Number two, we're recognizing that we made it up and that we're willing to let it go because it's no longer serving us. And then the third step is letting it being replaced by the Holy Spirit's thought system, right? Now everyone is innocent. We can just be, we can be guided in everything we do, right-minded guiding, right? So the goal on a practical level is to use all our upsets, but for a different purpose, to help us go back to the mind, right? where our belief, our mistaken belief, is what projected the world in the first place, right? This is a miracle, a course in miracles. It's a miracle to know that none of this has occurred. The miracle is that shift in your mind, that shift from the ego being your teacher and listening to the ego script to switching over to the Holy Spirit script, okay? We're still doing everything we would normally do, right? I had a forgiveness uh, lesson Recently, again, I go into this in my online classes in more depth and how I how I dealt with it Um, and my online uh, class for January and now for February is going to be continuing about the miracle, the power of the miracle, what it is, what it does, you know, how we how we use it, the benefits of choosing the miracle. So briefly to summarize here, though, I had a forgiveness lesson where I had shared some information uh, with someone in my family and it was not received well, it was received through intense fear. Okay. So that's never the purpose, right? Uh, That's never my purpose is ever to, we don't want to make, you know, um, say things that would, you know, put people in fear. But what I remembered was the trigger came from the information and also from that person's mind being in fear. I've shared some similar information that people who were not triggered by that, were not leading with the fearful place, said, wow, that is so interesting. I would love to know where you heard that. Tell me more about that. You see the difference? So it's always how you're perceiving something, right? Which lens are you perceiving it through, right? So I had huge guilt, my friends, for feeling like I had put someone in fear. And I had to remember, I had to go back to how I I had checked in and the frame of mind that I was in when I shared the information and it truly was only to be helpful. And so of course the miracles is always saying that we can't be attached to the outcome and we're not responsible for how information is received. Right. And I had to remember, Oh my gosh, the problem really isn't this person out there, but I feel so bad about this. This person is showing me the content of my mind and I had to change my mind, go back and say, oh, my gosh, I'm so grateful for this person because I feel guilty. I know that I'm in the ego thought system and I was able to remember that I was dreaming. Right. I was able to remember my projected image, that person. I was remember, remembering that I was the one dreaming it and I gave it all to the Holy Spirit, looking at everything from above the battleground saying all of us are innocent because nothing's happened, right? And that is the power of this thought system, right? Now, let's be clear. This isn't a license to go out and be in the ego thought system and really try to tell people something, right, and put them in fear. This was not that, right? This was being in a starting point of just sharing information that would have been helpful, but it's received differently by different people. See? And so that's how we know where is the state of mind at the time, right? Well, there are unhealed parts in the one mind still represented in this picturing of there being fear on one end and non-fear on the other. So you guys, we get to rejoin with all the splintered parts of ourselves, right? I'm not rejoining as Jackie, the body, but there was still a fearful part that's part of the one mind in the sunship. And we get to recall the projection, so to speak, by forgiving the projected images, forgiving ourselves for projecting them, And then turning it over to the Holy Spirit and letting the Holy Spirit's thought system tell you what the situation is really for. And that's when healing occurs, that change of mind, right? So we can change our mind about our dream. We can think (laughs) right-mindedly, so to speak, because the ego is no match for the Holy Spirit because light always dispels darkness. We just have to switch on our light, right? By switching on that light, which is symbolic or truth, capital L light, symbolic with truth, right? And symbolic with heaven, symbolic with love, capital L, right? That can be reflected here into the dream. And that reflection of God's love is forgiveness and the miracle. And it's recognizing that nothing has changed. Everything has stayed the same in perfect love and oneness, except for in our mistaken dreams, right? But dreams only have the reality that the maker gives them. That's it. And when we dispel our belief, right? Jesus is saying the separation hasn't even occurred. So the world isn't really the problem. Our belief in it is. We believe in a world. And so the course's purpose is waking us up from our dream that there is a world. Right? Yay. So anyway, hope this was helpful to everyone. I just wanted to go over some, some quick reminders on this p- podcast. And just remember, you have the answer. You are so loved, right? And we always want to lead with inner kindness. And we're leading with inner kindness when we're starting our day with the teacher of kindness, the Holy Spirit, the kindness of, I recognize that I have not sinned, And neither have my brothers or sisters. And I don't need to hold any of us prisoner to that belief, right? Rather, when I choose the miracle for myself, when I choose to change my mind, I make that choice for the entire sonship. All the splintered pieces are forgiven because you're one with them, right? Yay! So anyway, everyone, love you guys so much. Um, I'll be back with a special episode this month or next, and then also be back with Bruce the first Tuesday of March. So be well, everyone, and blessings.